You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. Hello and welcome to this evening's episode of Creative Voices. I'm joined today by Deborah from Three Little Birds. Deborah, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thanks a million, Jeff, for having me. Oh, delighted. Delighted to have you. So a quick introduction is where I always like to begin. You like to tell the people out there about yourself and what you do. Okay, so I set up Three Little Birds with my husband, Neil, over 18 months ago. We create paper goods and prints, stationery, greeting cards, all based around handwritten calligraphy and watercolour illustrations. Kind of summed up. That's a pretty good summary. With the two of you guys in the business, how do you break up the roles or what's your both responsible for? Yeah, well, I suppose I work full time in it and Neil works part time. So I, we have the, the studio space fit nicely and the jobs, I suppose, as well. And I'm all on the, what I call kind of the raw art side of it. So I get to do all of the nice writing and the, the illustrations and then I slide them across to his desk and he is all over the digital part of it. So he will work with the layouts. The, he does all of the printing. We print in-house as well. Um, yeah. He's behind the website. Um, he does all of that. And yeah, so that's kind of how it's split. Yeah, so um, he gets, he gets all the fun jobs. So yeah. He does. Yeah, he does. I, I slide things over with stickies on them saying, please turn this into a card. And, yeah. um, you know, but then we, we, we get on good. It's good to have a separate role. And I think it kind of keeps things a little clearer for us. We do obviously overlap as well when it comes to the the creative aspect and, you know, designing ranges or just coming up with the basic ideas, you know, as, as we progress and I suppose expand. Yeah. So we both come together at the start, then we'll split a little bit while we're each doing our own work and come together again at the end as we're reviewing and, and kind of launching them. Yeah. And yeah. the background for all this, the, the reason to start doing it, your decision to get into it, and maybe even, you know, your journey to here. Do you have a particular background in this area yourself? No, well, very different, actually. So I, I suppose, which is kind of the, the thing that sticks out with, with our story is how we're both from very different backgrounds. So I was working in a very, very different field. And um, I trained as a psychologist. I worked and um, I studied. And, and once I finished my PhD, I started actually working in academia and I was teaching in universities. Uh, we moved then out to a lovely part of the countryside in County Cavan and started to set up our own forever home. You might say. Um, and to be honest, something just made us. We'd always spoken about working together. We always wanted to set up something together. Um, yeah. And, you know, and find a shared interest, more than an interest, something that we could be really, really passionate about together and work together over the years. Um, and it was after a conversation really with a friend, a lovely friend of mine um, who lives over in the West. And she really motivated me to kind of just take the bull by the horns. So, and it definitely wasn't an instant thing. It was something that took time. I've always been into creativity and um, and art, but never, to be very honest, it was never something I thought I could do and work at. You yeah. know what I mean? It was something that I admired, that I definitely aspired to doing. Um, yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't for me a direct career path. My career was in the other area, um, which I was very fortunate to work at. I loved, I loved all of that work. But kind of a switch went off, I suppose, when we started to create this new life and the creativity longing just be it became more and more obvious and um, okay so yeah, a slow and considered consideration but when the time came you knew it was right definitely yeah and neither of us are the type to just jump and um, so it wasn't something that we just said right that's it we're we're downing tools and like I said Neil, yeah. Neil works outside and um, as well so he is only in this part-time with me I we would love someday for him to be full-time in it yeah um, but at the moment that's how that's how it started and we're very happy with where we've come so far in the short period of time, you know. Yeah, so it's been about you said it's eighteen months. 
18 months, yes. Yeah, yeah it's flown. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd say so in fairness. And where did you initially stock into smaller local shops or did you just go straight online or how, how did that go? I started initially kind of cold calling, I suppose you'd say. I was talking to somebody the other day about this, just sending out <laughs> emails. And I should say when I was working in, in the previous field, I was also self-employed. So um, entrepreneurism and working for myself is something that I've always enjoyed doing. And yeah. I had completed a start your own business course and things like 10 years ago to do with that field, but the same principles apply, obviously. Um, so I had kind of just decided to approach some potential stockists and didn't get any replies. So it wasn't great for confidence. <laughs> and, um, and I don't take negative feedback well. So I decided that I wasn't doing that anymore. And funny enough, then, you know, once I stopped looking, um, some stockists started coming to us which was really okay. nice. So we started to get some emails and I followed each of those leads and that's kind of brought us to where we are today then with, with 12 stockists around the country. So it's and, uh, I'd, and imagine as well that you're probably doing quite a regular trade online as well from what I've seen. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. the website um, has been really, really good for us. So much so that we're revamping it at the moment and anybody who, who follows us online will have heard me give out about the, the difficulties <laughs> with that. It's not something I enjoy, but... Um, like, yeah, is very good at it. We're nearly there, and we've been fortunate in that we've had to kind of upgrade the website to, you know, initially the very the very basic layout that we had was functional and it's all working fine. But as things expand and progress, I think you need to accommodate your your online platform yeah. with that and, and, and let it mold. And well, I suppose know, to be fair too, unless you know what's going to reach a certain level, it's, it has to be worth your while taking that time exactly. of investment in both money and time. Exactly. And, uh, yes. Yeah. I had a couple of things I wanted to, three little birds. I, I really want to know. I haven't asked yet. Where did the name come it's, from? People ask me about Tree Bark Store all the time. So I'm going to ask you about three little birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so three, we have one son and, and music actually has always been a really big thing in our home too. So Neil plays guitars. He's fanatical about guitars and we've always like enjoyed um, exposing Connor, our son, to, to music. And one of the songs that Neil would have played and sang to him is Don't Worry. Um, so from a very young age, from a toddler, Connor latched onto that song and would go around the house singing Don't Worry About a Thing and, yeah. and everything. And even to this day, he will know, he knows that song word for word. So when it came to naming the business, um, it just really seemed a natural fit, to be honest with you. I was driving and yeah. the thought just came to me about the fact that Connor sings this song the whole time. And it's something that really ties the three of us together. So, um, yeah, so that's why we went for Three Little Birds and it gets so much attention. I won't lie. At any, any stall we've taken up anywhere, people come over and, and ask where the name comes from. And it's usually like, is it song? Is that where it came from? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> well, that's um, great because that nice. personal connection gives you a constant attachment to your business as well. You know, it's, yeah. it's nice to have that feeling that it means something to you as well as just being something that's a brand. Exactly. That's it. And I mean, I, I think it's, you know, you can either go down the line of choosing a, a name for your brand that very much reflects what it is that you sell and what you do, or you can choose something that's totally unrelated yeah. and work on the brand, you know, the branding then to actually just match what you do and tell yeah. people about your story. And and, and you'll always feel a more aspect. powerful connection, I feel, to the business when it means something to you in a very personal sense like that. That's it. That's it. It really is. Yeah. Like yeah. It's ours. It's, it's our thing. It's very much you. Yeah. And yeah. 
Then also another aspect of your business, which which we've always had a great response to when people see, is the the mix of the cards. How you supply them both English and Irish, especially obviously yeah. for us, given that we're in Connemara. The response yes. to that has always been really positive from people. Was that a, a conscious yeah. decision, or are you, are you a fan of the Irish language yourself, or how did that come about? Absolutely, we are, and I think sometimes people are surprised when they hear that we're not fluent speakers, um, yeah. much as we would love to be. We're not. Um, I loved languages in school. Um, you know, it's something that I still love. I, I love the, suppose I, I love the interpretation of language, the words. I love the association that a lot of people have with the Irish language and how there's just something about obviously very special. So yeah. the idea really came from the Fuckle range, which mm. we have in the Prince and Cars, which is just really the single word or a couple of words like the land of Ringlody and um, where we try to break it down into simple phonetics then so that people can pronounce yeah. it maybe who, who might and you've have also been exposure. kind enough to put a, an explanation in English in the back for exactly the odd occasion when I'm caught out when someone asks me what does that mean and I'm like <laughs> just one second there <laughs> exactly yeah yeah we've had some really nice feedback especially like um, one customer got in touch that our husband is from New Zealand and he loved the fact that he could actually say Grand McCree when he was able to read the phonetics yeah. you know it was just you know so there's some nice personal stories that come back to us and I suppose it wasn't something that we we planned outright um, in terms of how big it would get, but the Fuckle Range and the Irish are by far the, the most popular yeah. of everything that we do. Um, you know, which shows how interested people are in the language and, they and still how much have they still an want attachment. to learn. Yeah, they still have an attachment yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I, I know that there's a, a lady who comes up to us and go, and I believe that they actually bought one for everyone in their office that works there, and they got like a little message for each yeah. them based on what it means, which was you know something distinctive and I unique that was really cool like you know it's lovely because and that's back to the interpretation thing I think you know like you can take one word and interpret it and um, you know it, maybe it's something about that that reminds you of a person or of a place or of a thing and you know they can become quite unique so we get there's so many different reasons as to why the especially parts of the Fuckle range are purchased and sometimes we're fortunate enough to hear those stories yeah which is, which is really nice you know but I'd imagine based on, like, I've, I've seen you on online quite a bit and I've, we've, we've chatted a lot through Instagram, no more than from other people yeah. I've had on the show. I'd say that yeah. you probably get a lot of that kind of interaction, I would imagine, based on seeing your feed and, and the content that's going out there. I think so, yeah. Well, I, I, the stories thing is something that I'm still grappling with. <laughs> I think we all do, to be honest. very comfortable in front of that camera. But, um, <laughs> but the feedback is nice. And this, it, even though it, it's strange, like even though it's online and you're so aware that you're not face-to-face, there still is this connection. And it's it's the fact that so many people take the time to check in. We've been fortunate. like we, We've never had any negative experiences on social media, thankfully. Everything has been very, very positive. We have a lot of repeat customers. We have people who kind of check in like we did an instant uh, a couple of months ago we, we've we've got two golden retrievers who often to be honest I think are the star of the whole show because <laughs> whenever they're on the feed the, <laughs> the interaction <Things> get... <laughs> soars <laughs> so anyway one of them wasn't well and you know with people checking back in weeks later to see how they were and there's just this incredible sense of community yeah. and especially on Instagram I just find it's a really really nice space to be um, especially when you're working with kind of a creative business yeah, you know, and using visual as well, you know. Well, I think really when you're good. when you yeah. offer a product like you guys do, and you have like the true connection to you know the, the small, the local, the handmade, the Irishness, and yeah. they can really feel a connection with that. So it's probably they want to support you, they want it to do well, and they they feel it more of a. I was going to say a grow first. That would be maybe I'm just using the wrong I word know. there. But, <laughs> 
But you understand what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think we, we get that I too. Do, yeah. It's funny how we're in a small community, really, like, and how often the more than that we put something up online and then people come down later in the day. And you might not think people are looking at these things, but they'll have a conversation with you after it's based on it, which means that they are paying attention to what you're doing. They do want to support your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is, it is important to a lot of people to support local. Yeah. Um, and to support small, I suppose, you know, one of the other hashtags, <laughs> support yeah, small. Yeah. So it seems to be, um, definitely support small. So we get, you know, a lot of feedback like that, but it's important. I got a lovely message yesterday from somebody saying, um, it's Irish made and you're local. Like, what more could I ask for? Which is just a really, really yeah. nice message to get. And it's so reassuring because I think when you ever take this kind of leap, and even though it was gradual, um, you know, to leave a completely different career, which is something that I had studied so hard and worked so hard to get, and then to kind of decide to leave, it's a big thing to do, you know? So those yeah. little bits of feedback and little bits of reassurance, I think, mean an awful lot more to me than the people giving it realize yeah yeah, yeah no 100 percent um even like yeah. we had a package arrived from you guys today and there was a nice little card saying thanks for your business and <laughs> yeah all the yeah. cards beautifully wrapped in the paper and just it's nice to see the care and attention that went into it i feel from my point of view it's it's a box arrives mm-hmm. and you're excited about it which is the best way you could hope to be when something shows up on your doorstep you know absolutely well that's lovely it's yeah it's lovely to hear because like we you know we're up we work um we work at night obviously late and the packaging kind of is fun. I like packaging up things. It's like wrapping presents, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like the packaging aspect. Yeah. Um, but I do like it. It feels like it's wrapping. You're kind of wrapping up something for other people. And sometimes they go off, but you never know where they go. You know, yeah. you'd love to hear back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People to come back and check back in. That's so cool though, because um, I think you've probably heard a few episodes back when we talked to Dan and Zara from Calendar Coffee. And Zara mentioned yeah. how she still yeah. sends a little handwritten note with every single order, you know. That's it. That's it. And, and I, and I try, like, I do try sometimes to send a handwritten notes. Um, sometimes the orders get too much and you yeah. just find out it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a cross between writing all of the handwritten notes, you know, delaying potentially people's yeah. orders or just trying to get them out and um, to them. So that's why we made that little thank you note that we now have in it. So at least if I don't get to personally sign, hopefully people are seeing that. You get a chance yeah. to put that in at least. Exactly, and you're, you're printing yeah, in-house, you said to me earlier on, is that correct? We are, yeah, so we are, yeah, we ha- we print everything in-house yeah. at the moment. And I'd, I'd like to try and keep it that way, to be honest. So it just, it gives us more control, I suppose, over things. And our timings, our timelines can be more accurate, you know. Yeah, because so there's no managing with a, an external force. You know exactly when you can get stuff exactly. done. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's something very comforting in knowing that it's, it's more in our control. When we say we'll have something by a Monday, you know, we'll have it by the Monday. So yeah. that's But what about like the aspect of keep... uh, the separation of business and home then? How have you found that? Because <laughs> I know for me, that's always been difficult. It is. It is difficult. There's, there's no two ways about it. Um, we have a completely separate area in the house. So we've changed it into a studio. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can it's use going the to studio. be easier though, of course. <laughs> no, in a way you can just, you know, you can bring the cup of tea down with you and end up chatting about different things, but you're still in the studio and vice versa. You leave the studio and head out of here and we're still talking about work. So we're still, we're, I think I would be lying if I said we are finding that balance. Yeah. just yet but ebbs and flow you know so we're yeah. getting there some days we are balancing great there's such a thing as balancing yeah. and other other days it's definitely weighted more in one direction so I think we're learning I'm still learning the fact that we're you know we're only 18 months into this and yeah, that's still um, pretty early grown. days in fairness yeah. yeah yeah and it's grown like far far faster than we ever thought it would in yeah. the 18 months so uh, a lot of the time we feel like we're, we're trying to catch up 
Yeah, well, I think in the most positive of ways. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Yeah. I can, I can understand. I, like yeah. myself and Yvonne, we've this is our third business that we've worked together. So we've worked together for the last ten years, and yeah. the last two businesses, some of it's been done from home. And you just have to kind of agree to have a separation that if there is something that needs to be resolved for the business, you leave that at a, a stage, and you, and you can have a separate life part of that. Even though you're in the same space and you might be in the house, once that conversation is over. You have to be willing for it to be over. And that was always something we had, even when we were in the restaurant. It was like, there was an issue. It got solved in the restaurant. We didn't leave until it did. And if we did leave, that was it. Yeah. It didn't get spoken about until the next day. We, no matter what, we just agreed it had to be conscious effort. Yeah. yeah. And make important yeah. time for yourself. Crucial as well. That's well, it. yourselves, I should say. And, yes. uh, yeah. especially when, yeah. when you have kids as well, too, that becomes an even bigger challenge. There must be <laughs> to find one hour in the yeah. week sometimes can be a bit of a strain, you know? It does, yeah. I suppose we start to do small things like block off a Saturday night and even if it's just, you know, when I'm getting a DVD or something, something we've been starting to do a little bit more recently, that's um that's nice. Yeah. Just saying, look, we're switching off, you know, and this is our time for ourselves. Are off and yeah, yeah, just to talk about other things. So yeah. we're starting in small, small little ways. No, that's great. No, I I, I love to hear that that yeah. people are I think working together can be fantastic as long as you can you're never going to find the balance. I'm going to tell you right now. The, the, it's always going to be a seesaw, yeah. but as long as you tip it in yeah. different, different directions once in a while, then everything's okay, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, of couples and, and marriages, I see as well your wedding stationery. That must be something you get quite a good feedback from as well. You're, I'm sure you get great messages there from people, do you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's lovely. Like we just sent another one out, um, another suite out this week. And oh, there's something just so personal working with couples on their wedding stationery you know and we have eight suites at the moment so and then we, we can tailor those of course to, to work with um, with couples who want to kind of change them around and things but there's just something I never anticipated how special it would be working on wedding stationery and really looking back I should have I should have known because we did our own wedding stationery <laughs> years ago <laughs> never thinking that we'd end up in this we about that like think that we actually did it you know but yeah, it's a really, really enjoyable part. It's even, um, it, it just doesn't have to be sweets. Like I, I write place cards um, and do table names and stuff in calligraphy and using all different types of inks. And I'm going to be doing one of those next week, which is lovely. Like writing out a list of names to me is just one of the most enjoyable things. Because I think one, I know, I know, I think one aspect of calligraphy that I, I read about, I read an article in magazine last week and I thought, that's it, that is what, exactly what I have been trying to explain to people. That it was a lot spoken about nowadays about mindfulness and you know, mindful activities and everything. But there's, I think there's something about calligraphy that you can't concentrate on anything else, you see. So if you want to really engage in a mindful activity, doing something like writing or especially with a dip pen um, with calligraphy, it just, it forces you to concentrate. Um, And it's something that is just so relaxing. And I ran a couple of workshops, a couple of um, introductory workshops there back in, in April and March. I had three of them and the biggest feedback that came back one person in particular said oh I feel so zen moving <laughs> and that was such a compliment because yeah. I thought wasn't that terrific she got to do something really creative and she also feels relaxed by it and um, so that's that's an, a whole other aspect to it that I think possibly isn't something that I talk about enough yeah um, maybe I should do a little bit more of it but it's it's something that I find is just so relaxing but I diverged a bit off the wedding station question sorry but no um, no that's great yeah, I love where you went with that it's, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just another side which I was kind of thinking about today like writing a ton of place cards is actually one of the most relaxing things to do 
Yeah, but then you're investing a certain type of positiveness and energy into those cards, which in itself is a, is yeah. a lovely thing to be able to give to someone for their wedding day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and, and then packaging up that is just lovely. You know, wrapping up that package for the person and knowing where it's going and for a wedding that we're doing soon, it's it's going abroad with them. Just the thought of that they're actually bringing this with them, you know, for their yeah. special day. And it's a privilege, to be honest with you, being yeah. asked to be involved. Well, I think really. if someone is willing to engage with you guys for the wedding day, it's important enough to them for you to know as well. Or, well, it's, it's so important to them that you know what they're going to value it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and it's really, really nice. Yeah, it really is. And you, you're self-taught in the calligraphy, I believe. Is that right? I am. Yeah, yeah. So I did, um, I did a brush lettering workshop a couple of years back, which is lovely. And from then, I just decided to buy a dip pen kit and a calligraphy kit. I bought some books and I just started practicing. I think, to be honest with you, I'm a real believer in the fact that I, I think we can do anything really that we put our minds to. And I don't mean that in a naive way. I think if we want to teach ourselves a new skill, you yeah. know, that there's so we are so capable um, of so much and really just starting from scratch and practice and practice and practice, you know, and that's how people become really, really great at things is just by doing things over and over again. And even looking at how much my own writing has changed and hopefully it continues to change because I think it's evolving in the 18 months. You know, I suppose stuff before that that I didn't even show at the, <laughs> at the very, very start. <laughs> Ink leads everywhere and everything else. Yeah. It just, it continues to evolve, you know, and it's, I find it just so interesting how our skills can develop and they can be so in our control, you know, and just to see even the, the people who attended the workshops, how interested they were in learning and how even just during the, the two, they were two to three hours each of the workshops and um, how much they changed, even just in that very short space of time, putting their mind to it, you know, paying attention to it and doing things over and over again. So, yeah, it's something I'm still learning. I don't yeah. think I'll ever turn around and say, that's it, I've learned it, you know, um, there's little tricks and and tips that you pick up along the way and then you start to evolve and the stuff I throw away and say, no, I don't like that. And then there's other things I, I want to keep getting better and better at. So. And is there much of a yeah. community for that kind of work in Ireland? Have you found or connected with other people or is it very much... Um, um, I haven't connected with me. I like, there, there are definitely a couple of really, really talented calligraphers online um, that I see on social media. I haven't been fortunate enough yet to meet to meet yeah. them in person obviously the, the, the lady that ran the brush lettering workshop is terrific and, and you know but apart from that I haven't met too many others and when I did a couple of wedding fairs and things I haven't met people I haven't met other calligraphers at it yet but now that's not to say obviously that there there aren't there probably yeah, yeah. they're out there somewhere so, yeah, and I, and I, yeah and I would love to meet you know it would be really nice because if, if the I was saying if the interest in the workshops is anything to go by people are really really interested in handwriting at yeah. the moment and it's something it's a point that's brought up in kind of the, a few of the textbooks I have is it's about um, you know how this resurgence in interest in writing and, and, and the dip pen and writing with ink and coming away from keys on a keyboard yes. you know learning how to move that hand again and, and know, it can be unusual because I had to write something quite lengthy the other, time, the other day for the first time in a while and it seemed like an odd experience because yeah. I've spent so much time emails and, and phones and texts and everything that my God, having to write something for a long time, <laughs> it seemed <That's> like, it. <laughs> I should be worried that that seemed a bit, a bit unusual to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like, um, you know, like if you start to get hand cramp or any of that, you know, it just shows that endurance 
often needs to be built up again, you know, and looking at the whole, the pincer grip, the way we hold pens. And, my, my writing and was everything. shoddy you know, at can... best to say. <laughs> it was definitely yeah, shoddy. And, and I suppose, yeah, we can fall out of practice then. Yeah. And that's that's another thing, actually, just good that you said that about writing there, you know, but often I talk to people because I get messages, say, through Instagram things, people ask me for recommendations about pens and, and stuff. And, you know, they say, oh, well, my handwriting is awful. And really the two things are completely separate so calligraphy is all about you know drawing shapes and joining shapes together to form letters so and I wonder sometimes even do people see my little notes handwritten notes and think oh there's no way she's the one doing the calligraphy because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they are totally totally different um, totally different forms you know so calligraphy definitely is very very different handwriting and so even if somebody did feel that they weren't good at handwriting it really shouldn't put them off of trying their yeah. hand at the calligraphy because it's totally different something they can get into and, and based on what you're saying about those workshops it's something you could send people away with that gives them a, a way to relax and yeah. enjoy afterwards but that's it yeah and like and so the people who, who came and attended they left with their own little kits and stuff and you know and everyone seemed really enthusiastic about going off and learning this new skill and even if it's something that they just want to do for themselves just as a hobby you know it's not yeah. I wasn't saying you have to come and be willing to set up and and sell and yeah, yeah, you know, it might yeah. just be some time out for yourself yeah well yeah. that's you know, people just let's say their friends relax you know? yeah no that's that's crucial as well that's something I think we all need to kind of get a better grasp of these days in fairness absolutely yeah definitely and uh, I'm just I'm browsing through your stuff here because uh, obviously you have your catalogue <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we have your, your stuff in stock and something that caught my eye on, on Instagram the last day and um, I'd kind of forgotten that you guys do the house portraits is something really oh, cool, yeah. something very different. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that for a sec, maybe? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so the house portraits was something that we started pretty early on. Um, I suppose I haven't really, I don't advertise them an awful lot, only for the only for the reason that I have to stop commissions um, in very carefully when I have the time. Because things like the, the kind of the commissioned house portraits take a lot of time, obviously. So I would take perhaps one to two per month. So they tend to book up in advance, but they do. They make a nice gift, you know, and it's I think they can often be associated with kind of when people buy a house or, or get a new home uh, in some way. But we've done them, you know, for like from a daughter to her father and um, Christmas from, you know, a child to the parents. There's been yeah. lots and lots of different reasons, especially Christmas. They were super popular. They were I was really, really busy with them during the month of December. Yeah. But and, and then it's nice because we mount them as well before we send them off. So. Yeah, and we print so that even when I do the the illustration, then we actually digitize it and print it onto like a kind of linen, to the linen textured cards that we use. Yeah, and that's um, that's and uh, then, ink and watercolor it's painted in, is it? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then we mount it as well, so they go off in A4 size. And then now that we can actually frame, finally, and <laughs> um, I did how I was going to say, finally, we were asked so much during the last year about framing, framing. And again, like I said, I'm not a risk taker. I, I do tend to move quite slowly so I wanted to make sure we could source beautiful frames within Ireland yeah. and that was really important and that we could make I, I wanted them to be to have glass fronts yeah to feel really really sturdy um, and all of that so once I had that sorted uh, then we started offering framing so and yeah, I we do don't think people appreciate it. that mounting and framing is actually kind of there's a good bit of work in that there's more skill involved than there people really realise yeah there really is yeah and then and I think sourcing you know, sourcing the materials and trusting the supplier that you source them from and building up the relationship with them as well. 
you know, because it's hopefully going to be a lengthy one yeah. um, and one that you're touching base with them an awful lot. And then just, just working on everything right down to the colour of the frame and, you know, all of that. And the fact that we want it to be wood, yeah, real wood, you know, and I just had it in, in had a vision in my mind of what I wanted the frames to look like so it was kind of slow to offer until I found one that ticked all the boxes like, I feel um, that's a good way to approach that. it like yeah. if you if you know what you want to deliver you're better off to then wait until you can find that rather than just trying stuff out and seeing if it works that's yeah 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 a much better it's, approach it's just, yeah that's it I mean you can really stand over it then you yeah know, and feel, com- feel really, comfortable really sending it out it's that funny, is, just, yeah. uh, just thinking about the house portraits there, it kind of reminds me of like an almost modern version of, I don't know if this is something you would have had in your house growing up, but definitely in mine and my, my uncles and aunts and parents' house. Do you remember back in the 80s when they used to get those aerial photos of the house? Oh, yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Everyone, I do, you go into everyone's house across <laughs> Ireland and they'd have a picture, a shoddy picture taken from a helicopter or fly over a plane yeah. at their house. And the guys used to come to the front door and sell you the pictures of the house. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've, but, you've taken the a... thing is a modern stance on that. <laughs> yeah, a modern, you know, more artisan approach to it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's and I suppose my own is like, um, they're definitely interpretations of photos that I sent, you know, so they are that kind of illustration based. I like the pen drawing. Uh, and sometimes uh, I had one or two before Christmas and they were surprises and they didn't want, it wasn't in their family. It was somebody else. I think of one in particular was a friend of hers and she didn't want to have to go to the house to take a photo you know? <laughs> but it so would be hard to explain was. that one in fairness <laughs> yeah because it was, it was quite a very rural location and so it would have been very obvious and yeah. she won so in the end she just put the air code in which is terrific into google maps you know and she was able yeah, to go get the street, street view, view and, and start screenshotting things and it's just amazing what can be done now you know? yeah so see there's, there's ways and means if you want to do it like that's it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're really good they're, they're really nice they're really nice then. and a really enjoyable thing to do as well to be honest for me and they're quite personal to the people as well I would imagine they are and I think that's why I don't show that many of them even that I've done you know um, I'm, I'm still just aware I have this thing about the fact that it's a, it's a personal present and yeah. you know so I, I only have a couple that I do show I've already ran by the people <laughs> got permission <laughs> you know but, um, but, but the rest I tend to just leave yeah yeah they've gone off and they're, they're in their forever place now and do you think, given you know the number of places that you're stocked at the moment and the the width of the range that you have, can you keep doing it all yourself? Or are you looking at options to get someone else in to help you? Or where, where are you at with that kind of stuff now? I, I think we will keep doing it ourselves for the foreseeable anyway. And we've got so many plans, I suppose. You know, we, we so many plans to expand the range and to bring in more aspects of stationery to bring in physical things as well like in, in terms of you know looking down, so many people ask about notebooks and things so they're on the agenda but I think for the moment we're going to try and keep going ourselves and you know perhaps someday it'll be the case that both Neil and I will be working full-time in this you yeah. know and if we do ever get to that milestone that will be a, a huge achievement yeah. uh, well again like it is so it's been less than two years so I think you're you're headed in the right direction yeah 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 and then it's been a surprise to be honest how, how well it's been taken up you know yeah. a, a lovely surprise and it just keeps growing and growing so I think if we just stay on the road just stay the way we're going and keep things steady but moving in the right direction hopefully we'll get there well I definitely feel like there's been a resurgence in people's interest in you know you're combining handmade goods Irish goods which mm. people love and then cards mm. we've found since we've opened people do have a, a newfound fondness for cards and I think they want a card that kind of means something 
they're not just picking up the standard card and making no effort. People are actually putting some thought and time into what they get for people. They're, they're trying to yeah. give a bit more value and connection than just an arbitrary card, you know? Yes, yeah. No, I'd agree with you. I, I think, and like, uh, just the orders that come in from all of the stockists' cards are really, really popular, especially the Irish ones, you know? So it's really nice to see those flying out of here. Um, we get a lot of orders online for cards. They tend to be like in addition to a print, which I always imagine that that's somebody, you know, ordering a gift and then a card to go with it. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, so um, that's how they tend to go out online or we sometimes have little offers and things on cards and people will order them that way. Um, but definitely with stockists, we have bundles, cards to head off, like to you guys, you know, yeah. it's lovely. It's lovely to see them going out. It really uh. is. And uh, you're, are you shipping much outside of Ireland then as well? I, you mentioned earlier on about... Uh, yeah, so to... Yeah, we do. We have um, quite a few customers in the UK who've been repeat customers, which is lovely. And then tend to say, oh, I'm Irish. I moved over. And, you know, we, they'll get into little notes kind of when they're checking out and stuff on, on the website. And it's nice to see that aspect. Yeah. Um, we've had a few orders to Dubai, to Irish in Dubai. Okay. Um, and then we've had a couple to the States, which was to, to Irish in the States as well, which is just lovely. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that'd be a big off. kind of possibility. I mean, the, the Irish diaspora and community over there would be massive. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something to aim for. Like these are all, I suppose, individual customers at the moment who are just finding us. Yeah, It yeah. seems to be finding us initially through Instagram. And that definitely is our biggest platform. And then going via the website, taking it from there. And even... We had um, a message from somebody in the States the other day. She had been gifted one of our pieces from a family member in Ireland. Um, and now she wants to go and order something for her family. So it was really, really, it's really nice to see still how important that word of mouth is. Yeah. You know, I suppose the fact that she physically had been given something, she must have liked it enough then to, to want to get in touch. Which is, which I is think that's the way people will find you guys and even the nature of these kind of products in general. Like it, it's always going to be more powerful when it has a you know, um, a reference point from a friend or whoever gave it to them, like it's... Uh, yes, yeah. It's going to be an easier Definitely. kind of sell, for want of a better word. And Definitely, yeah. And I think one thing that we, we haven't quite nailed yet, it's hard, but like we get a lot of um, comments back about the cardstock that we use and the fact that it's linen textured. Yeah. I think, again, that was chosen specifically. And so all of the A4s, the A5s, the greeting cards are all created on this linen type of card and sometimes the message that we get back would be that I didn't realize that it actually was linen even though they all say it on the website you, know, you can't actually really see it clearly on the, on the photos on Instagram it's really difficult to show I have held the camera at every single angle um, you know but and then so that's why actually through the stories some of the positive feedback stories oh now I could kind of see the detail yeah you know so I suppose when people maybe get things into their hands, they can see exactly kind of what they I'm can appreciate the texture and the effort that went into it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That's great. And have you you kind of mentioned in general about other other plans there for expanding the range and so forth? And is there anything else in particular that you have in mind that you've been working on that you can talk about, or is it? Um, we're kind of chipping away at a, a few projects. In the background, and um, we're we're also part of a lovely network in the Midlands called Inside Craft, and um, which which brings artists, crafters, makers together from across four counties in the Midlands. So we do we will have a lovely summer event with them uh, in August, 
And so that's something that obviously takes a lot of planning for. Yeah. Because then you want to be bringing stock with you, you know. So that's um, that's in the running at the moment. But apart from that, in terms of our ranges, it really is to expand stationary. Yeah ranges and I've always been a stationary fanatic so um, I'm, I'm my own my own market research really when it comes to that so you'd be your own to, best customer yeah, if you could sell to yourself I really it? would I really would so yeah I think we've a lot of we've a lot of goals for end of summer and dare I mention Christmas again but like you know you have to be thinking that's okay I had a conversation stage. about Christmas stock earlier on today so don't feel too bad oh, really <laughs> okay you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it is on your mind in terms of just planning out goals and, you know, looking at that calendar and everything takes quite a while to bring to fruition. So um, yeah. all the different stages involved. Yeah. yeah. But it's great to hear that you guys are but part of a networking community. I always feel that within Ireland being such a small space, especially if smaller and more specialized people can connect together, it's of great value. I know that Absolutely. even for me. That's it. Isn't it? I just think, it, you know, every meeting that uh, I go to like you come away just feeling totally motivated and everybody in the network does something very very different so it's not even about that it's just it's that same sense of wanting to make and wanting to connect with other people and wanting to give advice and being there to help and support and you know they're just the friendliest bunch so it's yeah it's lovely to be part of the network and given that you found your way to the creative lifestyle you know kind of graduate and considered process has this been something you had enjoyed when you were younger was there any sort of influence there or had this sort of just come around after you'd settled out the whole taken on a regular career and then decided to, to move away from it you know yeah I think I was always drawn to it but it wasn't something that I like I, I definitely wasn't one of those children or teenagers that drew loads of pictures and yeah and, and hung them up or you know I, I wasn't it, it, I, I think I kept it in maybe a little bit and yeah. not for any reason at all I was very much um, I loved music I suppose I, I was very academic and I don't think I let myself explore the creative side more yeah. to be honest with you because I know if I had it I, I definitely would have been supported in it I think I just possibly restrained it myself thinking that I needed to go the other route because it's um, interesting you know, like I mean this is the 12th I think so far that I've recorded of these podcasts and I just always assumed that everyone who maybe did the kind of things that you did or the other people I've spoken with would always have been in that direction or always have had that influence in their life and some of them yes very much so and other people have very much just found it themselves later in life through their own kind of paths which was surprising yeah. to me I just assumed it was going to be there like you said one of those yeah, kids who drew you know yes exactly and I mean even to the it goes so far as to say that I had an experience in secondary school where I was advised not to take up art <laughs> by a teacher at the time <laughs> because I wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been that great actually at the time the reason given was that I wasn't that great at, at drawing a bowl of fruit but um, yeah so it definitely wasn't encouraged in that circle but yeah. you know at home it would have been encouraged <laughs> yeah. um, wouldn't it be fascinating to go back to could, what year did you were you in secondary school Roughly, you don't have to give me specifics now if you don't want to give... 90s. 90s, (laughs) In the 90s. Mid mid to late 90s, yeah. I wonder if we all went back and looked at the art teaching curriculum then, what would it be looking like now? It'd be a very interesting experience. I have vague memories of doing art in in secondary school. I don't think it would be what we consider art now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, well... (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully it's still not judged on that bowl of fruit. Oh God, I hope not. They're very, very different nowadays. Um, but I certainly didn't pass that test. So um, I left, yeah, I, I, I left that branch and I stood, I stuck with the music. Um, and I'm not saying that's that's why I didn't do it. You know, I don't, I don't know, to be honest with you. I think I just got stuck into academia and yeah. it was something I seemed to be 
I seemed to be good at and I just stuck with it. And I, I definitely enjoyed that style yeah. too, you know, but I think um, it can just take a while maybe for all of you to, to unravel, yeah. you know, and to realize maybe really what it is that you want to do. Well, I suppose the important thing is that you found your way to it in the end. So however it may have been, the fact that you're doing it now is, is the important thing. Exactly. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, so when we talk very quickly about, you know, where you guys are available, how people can get in touch with you online and, and so forth and any of those commissions. And, and maybe we'll start with sure. the commissions are available for the wedding work and the house portraits and so forth. Oh, they are. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, really, I suppose the best way is to connect through email, through the website, through littlebirds.ie. And that'll bring you kind of directly to my email then. And we take it from there. We have wedding info packs that we send out via email because we use enough paper as it is. And it's something that we are conscious of. So as much as we can, same as you see there with your, your stockist list or your product list that you have, we tend to send as much out via email as we can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have those information packs and then people get in touch at the moment. For example, like people are booking in, say, for July with me for commissions. So. Yeah, so all of that is best kind of sorted out via email. Then all of our products are available on the current website, soon to be new last year website, <laughs> hopefully, unless we kill each other first. <laughs> but no, <laughs> we'll get it done. Yeah. Um, we're nearly there. Um, yeah, so new, much more functional website is, is coming. Yeah, and then also there's a list on there of, of where we're stocked and all the stockists that we work with. So lots of different counties around the country. Yeah, well, just um, looking at it very quickly, a few people in Galway, Mayo, yeah. Donegal, Wexford, so pretty yeah. much a lot, well over yeah. the country. That's it. We've Washford and Cork and two in Dublin as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're ni- nicely spread. Yeah, basically. that's good. And they can connect you to you guys on, on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, is it just yeah. at Three Little Birds, is it? It's Three Little Birds Illustration on Instagram. Yeah, that's it. And then it's Three Little Birds IRE on, on Facebook. So definitely Instagram is our busiest platform. I suppose it's the one that you'll see most of the behind the scenes stuff on, thanks to those lovely stories and yeah, and the posts and things. It's, it's my first port of call, but I do try to share everything on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, well, there, there is only the one of you in fairness and there's only 24 hours in a day. So I think people <laughs> understand. That's it. <laughs> and uh, that's it yeah yeah so I think that's we've covered website commissions Facebook Instagram they know how to get you if they need you I suppose they can always I'll put links in the show notes as I always do and uh, guess Thank what's uh, Father's Day is coming up that's the next big one isn't it it is yeah Father's Day and we have an end of school year really which has crept up so quickly but we have a couple of nice things for, for teachers for resource teachers SNAs and all of those Supports the schools as well, so they're the two major occasions that are kind of keeping us busy. It's kind of an all-year-round thing. So for you guys, because there's always going to be some occasion coming around, whatever it might be, be it yeah, Christmas or Easter. Do you do actually do a Halloween range? We haven't, but oh, there you go. (laughs) There's an idea. There's a business idea for you. (laughs) There you go, Jeff. (laughs) Jotting that one down as we speak. Good stuff. Good stuff. No worries. I'm I'm available for a small consultancy fee. For thank you very much. <laughs> so, Deborah, before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to touch on? Anything else you'd like to say? Um, no, not at all. Just thank you so much for having me. It's been really nice being able to talk about something that we are we're very very grateful to be able to work in it, and super grateful for all the support that we've gotten so far from everybody in terms of follow us online, stockists like yourselves, and then all the customers that make purchases through the website as well. So it's been a great journey and hopefully it continues. 
Well, I'm glad to hear it's been enjoyable for you and I have no doubt that it'll be going from strength to strength going forward. Deborah, thanks a million for taking the time to join me on the show and uh, can't wait to get some more of your amazing stuff into the space. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon via Instagram or wherever the method. Yeah, thanks a million, Jeff. That's great. Folks, thanks for joining us for today's episode. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P2B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store or at p3b underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com or p3bphotography.com. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.